You're listening to I Heard It on the 806, a podcast by John Bowers. In this episode, John talks about the difference between being a settler and a trailblazer, between being someone who plays it safe, simply showing up to church on Sunday while never stepping out in obedience to the Holy Spirit, and someone who leads their life in submission to the Lord. As John would learn, the process of becoming a trailblazer comes at a cost. But the reward of experiencing intimacy with God in completely new ways is so much greater. God spoke to me as clear as he's ever spoken before. Prior to the time that I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, while I was teaching school in the Eugene School District, that he wanted me to be a trailblazer. He didn't want me to be a settler, and I was a settler. Oh, I belonged to the conservative church. I was happy with where we were going, which meant Sunday morning, few songs, hear the sermon, maybe a potluck after church, go home, start the next week over, and do the same thing on Sunday again. I was a settler. I never led anybody to the Lord. That was what the pastor was paid to do. I was content teaching school. I loved teaching the school. I loved teaching kids. I had just a happy family. Parents, my grandparents, my aunts, my uncles, we were all kind of a community together. Oh, I was a settler, and I was settled in for the rest of my life. And the Lord spoke to me one afternoon in the teacher's lounge there in Eugene. And he says, John, I want you to be a trailblazer. I don't want you to be a settler. I assumed it had to do with teaching school. And that was it. That would, it just came. I want you to be a trailblazer instead of a settler. And about uh, the next week, Rufus Franz, our principal of the school there at Kennedy Junior High in Eugene, called me into his office and he says, John, there's this church in town called Faith Center. It's a four-square church. They want to use our gymnasium to have a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday conference with students. And they're advertising all over Eugene for high school students to come to this meeting. I didn't know what the meeting was about. And he said, but what we have to do for insurance reasons, one of our own staff members have to be there as chaperone. He said, would you please be the one that would unlock the door, police the building, and lock it when it's over? So I said, sure, I'll be glad to do that. So on Friday night, I get there when I'm supposed to get there. And man, there was a line of people clear out in the parking lot. And I thought, oh my word, I forgot. I guess I missed the time this thing starts. Opened the door. They packed out the gymnasium. They packed out both sides of the seven rows of bleachers on both sides of the gym. They packed out the floor. And there was a makeshift stage that they brought in for the musicians, which were loud rock type musicians. To find out it was a gospel conference for youth. So I'm sitting there on the top row, realizing that the fire marshal, if he comes in, is going to shut us down because we're way, way overcrowded, packed in every place. Well, that night, as I'm sitting there thinking, this is the dumbest thing I have ever experienced. These crazy rockers up there twanging away and beating on their drums, and the speaker was decent. And as he had the altar call, I've never seen anything like it. God spoke to me and he says, as long as you're going to be a settler, you'll never understand what it's like when a real trailblazer comes to town. You'll be against him. 
I thought, wow, that's, that's kind of harsh. Well, exactly what I was doing was what the Lord told me I was doing. I was a settler, and I was, dis- I was upset with the trailblazer. But man, when they had the altar call, and these kids started coming forward, crying, lifting their hands, receiving Jesus, changed my life, touched my life. And I realized right then I had a choice. Am I going to remain a settler? Because if I'm a trailblazer, I'm going to foul up my family. I'm going to foul up the church. I'm going to foul up everything about what I love about life. Because this thing had no order to it. But it had some power to it that I'd never seen before. Saturday night, more people. Sunday night, the finale. I, I couldn't believe it. People were waiting outside to get in. We couldn't get them in. And that night, one of the leaders came to me and he said, you belong to the Westside Church of Christ, don't you? And I said, yes. Could we use your baptistry because these kids want to get baptized? Hundreds of them. So I called the pastor, who was my dear friend, and I asked Don Smith, I said, Don, could you open up the church? I was an elder in the church. In fact, I was chairman of the board in the church at Westside. I said, Don, would you open up the church? Say, we want to get a bunch of kids baptized tonight. And Don said, well, of course, be glad to. We had an auditorium that would hold right at 500 at, at the church. Well, we couldn't get them all in the building. People were waiting outside. There was a line of people waiting to get baptized. And it was rowdy. It was wild. Kids were coming into the baptistry, getting baptized, jumping up out of the baptistry, jumping out of the baptistry, water flying all over the place, soaking up the carpet. And I'm standing there thinking, oh, my word, we're out of control. And the Lord said, when you're a settler, you have to accept the fact that sometimes my spirit appears to be out of control. But look at the fruit. Look what's happening. Kids are getting saved. They're getting baptized. They're filled with the joy of the Lord. Who are you to stop it because you're a settler? Oh, right then I realized I bought in to being a trailblazer. I wanted to be a trailblazer. I was tired of being a settler, and I I could see the fruit of what a trailblazer is about. Well, Sunday came, and several of the elders came to me, and they said, John, we need to talk to you, and we need to talk to Don, the pastor. And I said, sure, what's up? Well, you... You had a rowdy time here last night, and we've heard about it, and the carpet's still wet, the drapes are wet, baptistry's dirty, and we'd like to know why you would allow that to happen. I said, hey, gentlemen, let's get something straight. What happened was God. Over 300 kids were baptized last night. Hundreds more received Jesus as their Savior. And you're telling me that it was too rowdy? They said, yes, we do not allow that to happen in this church. Right then I realized I took off my badge as a settler and I put on my badge as a trailblazer. Oh, people listening to this podcast, how many of you are settlers? How many of you have never led anybody to Jesus? How many of you have never prayed for the sick to be healed? How many of you have never prayed and asked God to take some poor Sweet individual, Christian who loves the Lord but depressed. How many of you have prayed would bind that depression and set them free? How many of you have never laid hands on somebody sick with pain and watched God heal them? I realized right then, turning my badge in that afternoon at Westside Church of Christ, my badge as a settler and pick up my badge as a trailblazer was the greatest thing I've ever done in my life. 
You've been listening to the I Heard It on the 806 podcast with John Bowers. Make sure you don't miss an episode by subscribing wherever you listen. To learn more about John Bowers, this podcast, and to find out how you can get a copy of his new book, I Heard It on the 806, go to IHeardItOnThe806.com. This has been an Avenue 153 production.